Hey there, I'm Peter Alsop. Our song to chew this week is Gnarly Dude. It's recorded on my Take Me With You album. The word gnarly means twisted and knobby, lumpy and tough, and it usually refers to things like the roots on a tree. It's also used in conversational slang to describe something that might be unpleasant or unattractive, like a train station can be a pretty gnarly place, or the exact opposite, meaning very good or excellent, such as, I hope you have a wicked and totally gnarly day, dude. So, actually, if someone wants to be seen as a gnarly dude, it means that they are probably figuring out how to be tough and cool at the same time. Living up to that kind of a confusing definition can be quite challenging. So let's listen to our song to chew for today, and we'll see how our hero does. From a Take Me With You album and our wake-up DVD, here's Gnarly Dude. Number one hit of the week, Gnarly Dude! In my classroom when the teacher asks a question, we're supposed to know the answer to it. I know then what I do is raise my hand and hope she picks me out so I can do it But she never picks me out when I have got my hand up she calls someone else who does it Whenever I was ready with the answer she would always pick some other dude who was it Fred Tackett played electric guitar and synthesizer on that, and I played guitar, bass, and programmed the percussion tracks on an old DMX drum machine. One of the lessons that many of us learn in school is that it pays to study the teacher as well as the subject. We learned that we can actually get good grades without really mastering the subject if we understand what the teacher wants. Usually, they want right answers to their questions. By the time us kids are old enough to go to school, we've already mastered how to get what we want from our parents. School provides us with another opportunity, outside of our family, to figure out how to survive in a different culture. We watch our teachers and the other students, and we learn whatever new techniques and attitudes we can absorb 
that help us manage living in our ever-growing new world. Kids learn from our friends and heroes how to act cool or gnarly or rad. We also learn that if we're seen as different than everyone else, that can make us an outcast. So in order to be accepted, we pay close attention to the kids who everyone likes, and we try to act like them. Makes sense, but it's not always successful. When we try to live up to an image of how we'd like to be seen, it's a way to explore and find out who we are. But part of that process means that we sometimes run into dead ends. As we explore new ways of behaving, we realize from time to time that what we've been trying to do isn't working as well for us as it does for the person we've been copying. But that's okay. It's all part of growing up. Building and creating an internal sense of who we are is kind of our main task as a kid. And it's bound to have some hard lessons along the way. One of the most helpful techniques that I've used is to pay attention to how we feel as we go through various social situations. That helps us build a feelings vocabulary that helps guide us as we sort through our happy, sad, scared, or angry feelings. Having that feelings vocabulary is tremendously helpful as we continue to try on different behaviors and attitudes to see which ones fit us the best. Our feelings vocabulary grows with us and guides us as we hone in on our own internal sense of who we are. We learn how to be friends, and we find the strength to stand up to peer pressure. We learn to say no to activities that we don't want to do. Setting boundaries can be scary. It's not easy to figure out how to behave at any given moment in time, but we learn that our true friends will watch us and listen and understand, even if they don't agree with our choices. Some kids learn to act cool and streetwise at an early age in order to survive in their neighborhood or culture or family. When we're kids and we feel left out or not noticed, we try on behaviors that get us into trouble. Even negative attention can feel better than getting no attention at all. Being labeled as a bad kid sometimes comes with a feeling of being a special noticed person instead of just a nobody. If we start down this path as a kid, all we really learn is how to isolate ourselves. And that isolation leads us to hang out with friends who hold up that same bad kid label as a shield and badge of honor. When a school feels safe enough for kids to express all our feelings, we don't have to feel defensive or be abusive to anyone else. We can express our painful feelings to others who can understand and relate. We learn through poetry or dance or music or painting or sports or reading or any number of other means how to investigate ourselves. And when that happens, we see a lot less gnarly dude and bad kid behavior in our classrooms. Some of us have experienced the frustration of knowing the right answer in class, but not being called on. We raise our hand, even wave it around, but the teacher doesn't seem to see us. We carry that frustration around even after we're out of school. That same dynamic operates in our places of employment. Once we learn to study the teacher instead of the subject, we find that skill useful at our jobs. We figure out what the boss wants to see, rather than looking at how effective our own work is for the company. We watch people at our workplace deal with issues like sharing, kindness, loyalty, honesty, friendship, along with stealing, lying, fighting, tattling, and breaking promises. It's all part of the same human dynamics we learned about in our schools and in our homes. Again, we try on what works and struggle with how we feel about it all. So maybe let's just cut each other some slack and realize that it's all part of figuring out how to be a gnarly dude and find our own strength so we can help ourselves and others around us feel lifted and successful. Thanks for stopping by. I'm Peter Alsop. I'll be back next week with another song to chew. Bye for now.